Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it. Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney Plus. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. me this morning from Maine. She said, oh, um, I think on Sunday we're expecting 12 to 24 inches. No thanks, bitch. I live at 72 degrees now. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. It's a doozy. So look, I wanted to hop on because my friend David Yontif, as a very popular show called Behind the Velvet Rope, he's sort of a Bravo, Liberty Bravo expert. He is on today, We, but we had taped this whole conversation right after Jenny Nguyen from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City had posted her apology about the racist um, Facebook post that she had posted. Anyway, the update is, since we recorded this, is that she has been fired from Bravo. There's a lot of discussion about Bravo, like they didn't come right out and say anything. Um, <clears throat> they've ceased filming with her. A lot of people were very upset that they didn't immediately say something. You know, my guess is behind the scenes is maybe they had to get some legal things you know, worked out. But I understand people's outrage because I think at this point they've certainly had enough experience, you know, on all different kinds of franchises to basically put out a statement and say, look, you know, we don't condone this. This is, you know, we're, we're looking into this. We'll get back to you guys ASAP. I have no idea why they don't do that. A lot of people are talking. It's been trending for days. So David and I actually discuss kind of the origin of these racist Facebook posts and the apology that we were hoping to get from Jenny. And now it's almost like, well, did Jenny's, because a lot of people felt like her, um, apology was not 
didn't go far enough. So we get into all that. And then also David has some big scoop on who is going to be coming back and recast on the Real Housewives of New York franchise. Today's episode, though, is brought to you by Horizon Fibroids. Um, Hello. Have you checked out my Instagram? Seen what people are saying about Dr. Will Neem? Well, Dr. Will is a top fibroid doctor in Maryland and nationwide. If you have fibroids, and most women do, they can impact your fertility. They can make you look bloated. It's brutal. So do something about it and go see Dr. Will Neem. He accepts almost all insurance. Lots of times your doctor or OBGYN may tell you the only resolution is a hysterectomy. Before you do that, because girl, you might want to have a child at 44. See him. He's known for uterine fibroid embolization, which is a low downtime surgical procedure. He goes in through your wrists. They shrink your fibroids. Here was the testimonial. Hi, Sarah. I wanted to thank you for putting me in touch with Dr. Neem. I had a great consultation and feel f- more informed to make the decision best for me. Good luck on your move. Thanks for always sharing, and I'll continue to look forward to watching you on your journey. That's from Tina. So make your appointment, horizonfibroids.com. ZocDoc, ZocDoc.com slash TSFS. The app is totally free. Are you looking for a doctor in your area? Whether it's a pediatrician, a podiatrist, you want a second opinion on fibroids, um, or you're looking for a therapist or a dentist, ZocDoc covers it all. ZocDoc.com slash TSFS. Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash T-S-F-S. We all neglected our health during the pandemic, even though we're still in it. Seriously, don't wait. If something's been aching, bothering you, your stomach, you need to see somebody. They're taking all the precautions. ZocDoc helps you search for a doctor in your area with five-star reviews that accepts your insurance and has appointments as early as today. ZocDoc.com slash TSFS. Here's David. David, I love you, only this time I have COVID. Ugh, I'm glad we're virtual, honey. I don't want to give you COVID. Well, okay, first of all, I've already had it. And second of all, you're now in Los Angeles, honey, city of angels and dreams and everything. David, you have to get here. I'm telling you, you and I would fit in so well here. I mean, that's why I moved here. The other day, I'm walking around the neighborhood with my son, and there is like a 1978 ranchero abandoned in Beverly Hills, filled with stuffed animals sitting in lawn chairs. Only in LA, honey. Only in LA. First of all, I love stuffed animals. So listen, when you're over the COVID... We're going to go have lunch at Craig's. I'm going to come. Lala was just at Craig's with like Josh Flagg. We'll like do, do a we, little Craig's visit. I tell you this. I am going to, I do know a guy who owns a really beautiful recording studio in Sherman Oaks. And I'm almost wondering if we could do, it's kind of an intimate space, but I'm almost wondering if we should do a meetup with just like 25 or 30, like sell tickets, like 30 people. It's probably not big enough though. Cause we need like a bigger space. Cause we're going to have a guest. I told you I have some, we'll get like an OC housewife. I'll call in a favor. But I think we need like a hundred seats. Don't you think we need like a hundred seat place because we're going to be able to sell tickets. Really? I don't know. Do people really put their money where their mouth is? I feel they don't. Okay. Maybe 50 seats, but I do think we could fill a 50 room. I do. For everyone listening to me and Sarah, (laughs) reach out to each of us independently. Will you show up at our in-person recording in Los Angeles. It will be in Los Angeles. Is anyone going to come to this? Yeah, I'm ready you. for it. Okay, I'm well, ready listen, too. You're back. Okay, let's talk. We got a lot to talk about. David. Is there anything to talk about other than Salt Lake City? I mean, we have to start. We have to start. I have a thousand questions for you on this Jenny Newen drama. A thousand. Well, let's hope I can answer because listen, <laughs> I mean... 
first of all, you know, Salt Lake had its high, and some idiot is like, I was trying to show me up because I've been talking about housewife ratings, slipping and blah, blah. Don't fucking try to show me up. Okay. Like everything I say, I can change within a minute. This is housewives. Beverly Hills had a great season and Salt Lake, although the ratings are still not great for Salt Lake, they just had blockbuster. They had the highest ratings ever of the like episode where Jen Shaw got physical with Lisa Barlow, or you could say Lisa got physical with Jen. Let's say it both ways, everybody. That's. I mean, I, I would think this solidifies their ratings because who has the highest ratings in the franchise now? Beverly Hills, right? So, so for now, but let's see where it comes back to. But for last for 2021, yes. I think they are going to have the highest ratings. Um, I, I think it will be neck and neck. I don't think Atlanta has the cash. I, I'm sorry, but without Nene, I'm just not as interested. I love Candy. I know we're going to talk about her new, her new show later on. But for me, OC, I mean, you know, every week that goes by, it's just something new and something. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. Salt Lake is so... Listen, Salt Lake I is mean... so good. Okay, where do you want to begin? Because I'm also, you know, I came after Mary Cosby the last time we talked really hard. And, you know, she is now beloved after doing this Twitter space, which I just, I, I don't get. I do not get the internet. Like, and I don't get the internet with this whole Jenny thing. Like, okay, a couple weeks ago, everybody was after Mary for the comment about Jenny's eyes. And now, now it's like Jenny, I mean, yes, what she posted her apology was terrible. It was poorly done. What she posted was awful. It was racist. It was, you know, it's it was ignorant. And what, unfortunately, of some people in this country believe, right? But David, were you shocked? Like, they all unfollowed her. I mean, I'm talking Lisa Barlow gone. Heather unfollowed her. Jen, I mean, is anyone else, like, they turned on her ass real quick. What is the internet saying about Mary? Because I know there's, yes, there are sirens in New York City. Sorry, everybody. But there are, I mean, what is the internet saying about Mary? Why are they loving her? Now? Well, Mary, that I'm not. Mary did a Twitter space, I'm going to say a week ago, right? Which like, I don't, like, a, like, a, like a town hall, like let me speak to everyone. Well, Twitter space is essentially the competitor to Clubhouse. You and I know what Clubhouse is oh. like. So it's this like audio forum, right? So she jumps on and starts answering questions. I think it was a part of a panel or whatever. Anyway, she comes on, she starts answering questions. She essentially says she did not participate in the reunion because it was all lies. And she wasn't going to show up and be a part of this. And and she knew they were all going to be coming for her to me. And then people were like, good for you, Mary. And then she essentially said she's a huge Nini fan, all this stuff. And people like loved that. And now everyone was like, I love Mary Cosby. I ride for her. I'm like, wait a minute. This woman essentially gaslit you all by saying like, oh, they lie about me. So I'm not going to share my truth on a four-part reunion, which I'm being paid to do. And people all think that's great. I'm like, what? So do they love her though, like to her face for the moment? And are they still, you know what I mean? Like, cause when you're face to face, like notice me, everyone loves everyone in my experience. Totally. When I look at these comments that people leave for people was it like that or they still are loving mary listen there's a lot of questions out there i'm not saying one like two wrongs don't make a right but there's a lot of chatter of like is this a double standard that like everyone's coming so hard for jenny and i mean is anyone coming hard for mary anymore like i i agree uh no i don't think anyone is coming hard for mary anymore um 
which is fascinating to me. I think it just shows you how fast the news cycle is. Like people are already moved on. I just, the the thing that gives me a little bit of pause with this whole Jenny thing is I kind of take it that maybe these women, maybe Jenny's like not a very nice person because they all seem really quick to put out statements. They all seem to like, a lot of them unfollowed her. I, I, I don't even know. I know Mary unfollowed her, Lisa unfollowed her, Heather unfollowed her. Meredith absolutely unfollowed <laughs> her. So I guess I'm just like. But, or is it like, is it like we're so tied to housewives and the money mm, and the fame that like, true. you know, we didn't know that Mary was not going to be back. She's like a major Salt Lake housewife and Jenny's our little throwaway housewife. So we're all going to turn our back on her. Is that there it? There you go. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good theory. I mean, she had a one season. It was she grew on me during the season, but she didn't have like a breakout. She's not, you know, Erica Jane that we're not firing. Lisa Rinna, Dubrow. I mean, is Jenny just like a just throwaway? Like now I could be pro BLM, and I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just saying like, is it is that it an opportunity? Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I. Oh. I just was shocked that none of them had anything. You know. I would have thought them saying, like, look, what she said was disgusting. We are, you know, I don't endorse this. I want no part of it. I, you know, this was so racist and ignorant. But Jenny is a good person at heart. I hope she learns from this. Because this is my other thing to, like, our audience, right, that I'd be curious about. So Jenny had deleted this this Facebook page, right, and these, these posts um, that were posted in 2020. So to me, she obviously knew she was either going to be on television or she knew that they were wrong. But when did she, are we sure when she, because I've seen two different things. I've seen she deleted this and then I've seen other people say, bitch, you deleted it this morning after the story was run. I I don't know which, I haven't investigated it, but I read something else that was like, you deleted it after this came out this morning. I don't know if that's true, but I've read that in a number of places. Well, that makes sense because I thought, oh, what I had read is she had deleted it a while ago, that this this Facebook had been deleted at some time, but somebody had screenshotted these and then, you know, when she, so I don't know, you're right. Because I thought her apology. But I think you, you might be right too. I thought her, like, to me, these people fail so much on their apologies because I just would have gone live on camera or like a pre-recorded video and I would have been like, all right, I deleted this when I knew I was going to be on the show because it was brought to my attention. My feelings have changed. I knew it was racist. I shouldn't have posted it. I was really impassioned by our country and where our country was at. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, that's, I don't know. So maybe she's a racist and she believes that because like- Right. Like, I do think that the world could change. Like, you could, I do believe you could authentically say things and not have, like, hate or racist intentions. And then you, like, I've I've told this to Ebony. I've learned stuff from watching Real Housewives of New York that I never knew. And so not like, oh, my God, I'm nervous. Let me go delete stuff. It's more like, huh. I never would have thought that was racist, but I get it now. I have learned something. And so, I mean, isn't it possible, I'm not defending Jenny, but isn't it possible like you could say something and then say, wow, like, yeah, of course. I didn't like, think that was racist. And I'm not I just like, I had moments like that of like, wow. Like I never understood what a micro my, microaggression was. Like I never understood that like silence equals, like I've learned stuff since this yeah. world has changed. Not like I'm a horrible person, but more like, huh, 
I would have said I wasn't racist, but maybe like my white privilege, maybe this was huh, interesting. So, I mean, maybe that's it too, that Jenny like, you know, was like, wow. Well, I was I hoping for that, this was. that moment in the apology because I think we see we that. We didn't get that moment. No. Right, right. And I think people... You know, it still hurts, but I think people understand that, you know, you can say things like, you know, if you're caught up in a moment and you're angry and, and lots of times to your point, like how you have a genuine friendship with Ebony and certainly other friends of mine over the years of color have said this to me. Yeah. We, sometimes you just don't think, you know, and I I post things like years ago, I thought were funny and you're right. I didn't think they were microaggressions, but then when someone says, oh, this like happened to me or whatever, you're like, oh, all right. I never even thought about that, you know? So. Right. Or it's like, you're just kind of like, why is this offensive to you now? To me, it's like, right. No, like I get it. Like I get why it is. I get it. I mean, driving while black is a real thing. You know, that is, that is a real thing. And I think for her to you know, you know, it, it was just so ignorant and hurtful and racist to say that. And I wanted her to just say, look, you know, I, yeah. I, again, I thought these had been deleted before she was on the show. So for her I, to be I like. I still think you're right, but I've read somewhere that someone's like, oh, you deleted this morning. But I don't, I think, I agree with you. I think it was deleted in the past. So. But right. And I'm not saying that means pure intentions. Like, right. That she learns that. I mean, it very well could be like, shit, I'm going to be on this show. I better do some deep diving. That's the thing you don't really know, right? What their intentions are. And then I, I don't know. I think to me, it always speaks of your character if somebody comes in and goes, hey, what she said was ignorant, um, but she's a really good person and it sucks that she's going through this. But it was interesting. None of her cast members did that. So I was just like, hmm, are they not really at all friends? Do they? Is Jenny not a good person? I don't know. And it's like, so there's been a lot of, Thing. So I guess now, listen, you you know when these things happen, Bravo picks up the phone and calls. So the rumor of how it all unfolds is apparently, I think, they were told, do not speak until we are allowing you to speak. And I don't know if you know this, like Jen Shaw spoke. And yes. then that's when it was like, Jen is fired because someone's like, are you coming back? And she's like, well, I wasn't until I commented. Jen is still coming back. They're, they're filming season three, like right this minute. So, so Jenny's you- still on. Jenny's on. Is Mary back or not? What are you hearing about filming? No. And like the room, oh. I mean, people are saying like, okay, Jenny's on just enough to like clear this off and then kick her <clears> to <throat> the curb. People were then saying Jen Shaw was fired because she said, well, I've only, I was until I commented, but maybe she got a ding. Like Kelly says she got fined $16,000 for her Junk Wives Matter. Maybe, maybe Jen Shaw got a little ding. Like we told you not to speak and you did. So you get like a thousand dollar fine, tis tis. But now they all have the, they've all been given the green light to make their comments. Now there's all this other stuff. Now people are coming on the cast after Lisa Barlow. Jen Shaw's come after Lisa Barlow to be like, A, you brought this into our house. And B, isn't this your good friend? So now Jen Shaw is saying like, you know, you're not standing by your friend, whether you think this is disgusting or not. Shouldn't you be at least like, what type of friend are you? So it's like getting, it's getting complicated on so many levels because Jed Shaw's now being like, so Lisa Barlow, this is your actual friend. You're the one who's friends with her. That's why she's here. You mean, this isn't, this isn't like that casting, like Ramona's friend, Bershawn, where they've never met before, except, I mean, this really is Lisa's friend in real life. So it's kind of like Jen Shaw's like, well, what a shitty friend you are. 
but it they, is you know, this is a bad thing that she did but shouldn't you be standing by your real life friend it is such a shit show it's such a shit show on that which of course i will continue to watch every single bit of it but um, and no mary's not back mary's mary's gone really she's gone Wow. What do you think, by the way, what do you think over the past, you know, because because we we did our deep dive into her. Lots of things have come out recently about her. I mean, do you think Mary just fades off into the sunset? Do you think anyone cares? I think, you know, the attention span for drama and celebrity passes quickly. I think that everyone in cancel culture, that there is no such thing. You come back like. Stassi hired those people, rebranded herself. Now Stassi's a mom. Her entire podcast is with her husband and her child's about being a mom. And yeah. it's more followers than ever. And it's on Patreon. I don't know how much money she's making, but like I feel that the outrage for the American drama lasts with a lot of people, but I think the collective group gets over it. So I feel that Mary really is gone, but I feel... You know, there's the rumor she took down her church sign. Really? Church. Oh, yeah. Ooh. But I do, uh, yeah. Oh. I feel, but I, I agree with you. I don't think Mary was worried about the racism stuff. I think she was worried about looking into the books and all this. And totally. Mary was like, I have a real thing over here and I'm not, you know, I'm getting, you know, $6,000 an episode people. And, you know, listen, if she's going to walk away from her $18,000 for the reunion, I think there's a lot more money there. And she's just like, don't you come. I don't know if it's IRS or just the gifts that she gets in Chanel, but people, she's like, don't. Oh, I agree. At me. I agree. But I do think that, listen, I think that the producers and Bravo are probably happy. Like it, it, eliminates them having to make a cast change. And I think Mary stuck out. Like, I think she was the, but I mean, like Ramona sticks out, but I think it was like, like a, when Vicky got to be Vicky, it's all about Vicky. I think yeah. it was all about like, Mary is not in the ensemble. Her scenes are alone. So I think Bravo and producers are not shedding a tear at all. They're like, we don't need to fire anyone now. Like our cast change is made. Mary's gone and nobody, I think from a corporate point of view and producing point of view, they don't care. Like the show is going to go. Listen, I think Mary was an epic housewife. I think she was great and gave us what she wanted, but I think that nobody cares and it's going to just like, they're not missing a beat. Mm. But what they have to, so, I mean, I do think she's gone for real and it's over. And yeah, I think that she'll be one of those housewives. Look, we still bring up, I mean, Kate Kelly Bensimone and Alex McCoy, like we'll always remember Miss Cosby, but I think Mary is really, just like you said, didn't know what she was signing up for and just is like, oh, this is how it works and just get me out of, you know, well, I mean, kudos she- to her for being like, I'm not going to the fucking reunion. Everyone says that and then they go. She's like, why would I sit there and, and go through this? And, you know, by the way, did I, did we talk last time about how like Erica Jane rumor apparently got $275,000 for the reunion? Did I tell you this? No. In addition to her salary? That's what I read. And really? so total, her 600000 plus this is everything. She made like one point something from Beverly Hills last year. Really? So like you look at like Erica showed up and went through hell. Well, she's not going to lose her job. And I mean, for $275,000, you you answer those questions, baby. You. She was great. You she answer. Great. Mary's like, yeah, take your fucking 18000 I, I I'll go sell a Chanel. Like, what the hell do I care? Well, I mean, look, I think, I think Mary is making $18,000 a month, if not more off the church and you know knows where her 
bread is buttered. I think Mary, like we talked about on the last episode, you know, she took this on before the Erica Jane stuff happened, before Jen Shaw. You know, I think she's seen their house Before the crumble. housewife and the hustler, before the housewife and the Shaw shocker. Yeah. I think she doesn't I think want she's a special. Next. Yeah. The housewife and yeah. the housewife and the church evangelista or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I think she's, I really think she might still be next, but I think she was next. Mary and her grandfather. And yeah. They, she did not want that. Mm-mm. Quick pause to tell you guys, I am still taking new advertisers here in Los Angeles. Do you want to market your show to women from the ages of 25 to 54 who have a great income, college educated, half are married, half are single and looking to mingle, and also 50% have kids? Look, my audience, the TSFS audience, we are they are ride or die, honey. They have been with me through Washington, D.C., to uh, old man Ed, to husband, to miscarriage, to baby, to Los Angeles dreams, to building a podcast. You want these ladies to frequent your business. Email me, the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com for rates and availability. Huge shout out to Radley Acura. Now, and I just saw my friend Paul. Not Paul Warden, different friend Paul. Uh, he just posted about this. He just got top dollar for his trade-in at Radley Acura. Radley Acura is actively searching for used vehicles, even your pre-owned lease. doesn't even matter if you didn't get your vehicle with Radley. Radley is servicing the Falls Church, Virginia area. They have inventory coming in all the time, and they are known for five-star service. They never turn a vehicle away. All makes, all models. How about getting $6,000 for your rickety-rackety old uh, you know, car, like our Ford Fusion that had like 200,000 miles on it. They're paying top dollar. RadleyAcura.com. You can do most of it online or you can go in, make an appointment at RadleyAcura.com. Oh. So, but this, there is this, that's where the double standard comes in and people are upset in that. Would we have fired Mary? Would, would Bravo have fired her for these, you know, saying Jenny's eyes are slanted? Now listen, I think it was just as bad when she said in the kitchen to Lisa, like, you know, Jen reminds me of like those Mexicans. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but she said I know, that. I like, know. regardless of what you say after that, using the word those Mexicans, it's like, how is that not cringeworthy? And then to add in that, that she's a thug and tie that to now Mexicans are thugs. And just the word those Mexicans, it's like, oh my God. I don't know if Mary would have gotten fired. And I don't know if all the girls would have unfollowed her. Like, I don't know. And so now, you know, there's a petition online. It only has a hundred signatures, but there's a petition to, at least as of like the day ago, there's only a petition to fire Jenny. Uh, And a lot of people are saying, how is Jenny filming? So it's like, I don't know. Like, is that a double standard? If everyone's beloved by Mary now and everyone's so outright, I'm not condoning anything that Jenny did. I'm just like, I don't know how it's so different. I think you make a good point. And I just don't think they're gonna, I don't know, maybe they will fire Jenny because what do you think with Dallas? Do you think the racism things with Brandy ended up hurting that brand? And, and um, oh my God, what was it? Prescott there? No. Um, uh, well, I have a Dallas housewife coming up. We just recorded it a few days ago. Another one. I think, and I talk about this on this episode <sighs> with this Dallas housewife, I think that it's no, I don't think they care. I think it's that it's tied to New York. I don't know why no one ever said this. I truly believe this, that... The time Dallas was canceled is when New York ratings were plummeting. And it's because everyone says Ebony was talking about race, which I mean, I love Ebony, but the 
perception is no one wanted to hear about race on Housewives and the ratings were plummeting. And then I think you have a reunion where there's a lot of race drama between Tiffany and Cam. And if Dallas came back with Tiffany and Cam, this race would have been an issue. And they're like, why are we trying to take a low rated housewife series and bring it back Mm -hmm. when in New York, we have a race issue and the ratings suck. So now we're taking another show and bringing it back where the ratings also suck. And we have to deal with race in the first seven episodes or three. I think they're just like, I mean, listen, I think there's a lot of other reasons why Dallas was canceled, but I think New York city had a reason to do with why Dallas was canceled. And it's because there was unfinished business between Cam and Tiffany as there is now it's not resolved. So it would have been the rumor was Deandra was coming back. Tiffany was coming back and Cam was coming back and Stephanie Brandy and Carrie Brigham were fine. That's that's mm. that's my very good source tells me. So I think that has a lot to do with it. So I don't think I do think Bravo picks and chooses what it decides to terminate for racism. I mean, they haven't terminated anyone anytime recently. What? Okay, why why was Kelly Dodd from OC gone? I think because of Heather. I think you know. Listen, I think okay. she said on my show like it's politics, and I think. Yeah. She was problematic. I think that all weighed into it. But I think Heather coming back got Kelly fired, period. She's, she would never have worked with Kelly. Mm. I don't know. Would he- Kelly have been bad? I mean, also the OC suck last season and they need to change things up. I mean, okay. getting rid of Bronwyn, it, that's really clear, right? Oh, that was a good move. Yeah, she was. <sighs> yeah, I know. She just. God. Uh, I don't know. She just I, wasn't good I'm for reality you, I TV. I still can't watch Noella. I can't look at her and not think of Bronwyn. She's the same person to me. It's cringeworthy. Uh-huh. I don't not like you, Noella. I just, I just, I just, oh, I it's know. so thirsty. It's so thirsty. <laughs> it's acting like her one liners and, oh, it's um, but I don't know. I mean, I think that Salt Lake, I think they'll replace Mary. I think they're filming now. Mm. And I think that they're dealing with all this and all the girls, Meredith made a statement like I can speak more now and trust me, this will be addressed. So, yes, they basically all unfollowed her. They all made statements against her. And yeah, and I hear they're going to is like, Lisa, you are a fucking shitty ass friend because this is your friend and you shouldn't be making a statement. You should because what you did was disgusting. But. Yeah, but it's your friend, right? Like, are there any redeeming? And maybe they're not. I'm just asking this. Are there any redeeming qualities about Jenny? I mean, it just doesn't seem like anyone has anything good to say. So I I don't know. I'm just like. And I've hmm. said this before. Like, I will stand by this that, like, I've had friends that have gone to jail. I mean, I'm friends with, you know, Kim D over here and Josie people. But, like, I can be friends with you and say, I don't agree with you. This yeah. is disgusting. Of but course. once you are my friend. The loyalty is there. You can kill someone. You can steal. I will stand by you as a friend. I don't support your your racism or any of your thoughts in your head. This is a real problem. But I will stand by you as a friend. I don't agree with anything you just did. Right. I mean, I can separate those two. So... I mean, it's, a lot of people you know, can't. Like, I mean, you're I, you making know. a statement against a really good friend of yours. That's a little, it is a little strange to me. It is. I I just, I think that is strange too. And like I said, I just, I, I think everybody wanted more from her apology. And, you know, I, I don't know. You and I talk on camera all the time. So when I do apologies, I really, I've learned my lesson. Like you need to just, I, I feel like I need to just get on camera and, or like on my podcast and like 
tell people, you know, exactly what's on my heart. I think people just wanted more of that, like from her, especially because she was on the receiving end of racism this, you know, this semester, this semester, this um, season. And, you know, I think even now a video um, about Jenny standing up against Asian hate has come out. So people are like, they just wanted more. And I, I understand that. But I, I'm just, I'm like, wow, this this franchise, oh my God, there's not a moment of... Like well, rest. first of all, that's the difference is like when you get on camera and you're like, I, I agree. I feel like when I apologize and get on camera, it's heartfelt. So you can't give more if you are like, I better issue a statement because I don't want to lose my job and have America well, hate me. And you don't. That's the thing. No one feels it. No one's feeling this apology. That's the thing. And maybe they told her maybe maybe she had to have that statement pre-approved. I mean, that's the stuff we don't know. I, I've, you know. I believe you do. I really believe that whether she wrote it or Bravo wrote it. I mean, Jax Taylor has come out and said, I didn't write my termination. That was from Bravo and Brittany and I. See, I hate, I think that's, I think that puts everybody in a shitty position. I mean, look, I've been there. I've, you know, I've gone viral for the wrong reasons for a a news story that people perceived as being very racist. At the time I was like, what? You know, that was never my intention. In learning, you know, I got where people, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, in seeing how outraged people were, I was like, okay, I can see why people were upset about this. And I was told the same thing. Don't apologize. Do not say anything. And I really, like, I ended up apologizing, but it was like a couple of days later and I learned my lesson. Like, regardless of a fucking job or paycheck or whatever, like, I should have gone on the next day and said exactly what was in my heart. Like, holy shit, you know, I had no idea you know, I, I get it. I'm so sorry. Like this was a rushed segment. We weren't thinking like, you know, I have and they let, were I, like, do not say so. I mean, they look, were I, like, do not, you better not. I mean, they threatened us with everything. And then finally I was like, look, I, I'm in a different position than two of the other reporters that were on the segment. You know, I was a like, contributor. This is my life. I had another business. I lost two sponsors. You know, I had two sponsors call me and pulled. They were businesses that were predominantly run by people of color. They were very upset about it, which I can understand. And they pulled their business. And I was like, I, this is, because I genuinely did not believe, you know, I didn't want to hurt anyone. And, you know, I could see how we were wrong. So I was like, I, we should apologize, you know. Um, But Look, I have no idea what Jenny's situation, you know, everybody's different. Some people really need that paycheck and they have to do what is told. That, I mean, look, it didn't feel like a heartfelt apology It didn't, to me. it didn't. That was the shitty part. And to your point, this is who knew Salt Lake would be the, I mean, I knew, I loved it all along. This this franchise has so much life left in it. Yeah, it does. It really does. There's this is like Beverly Hills where it ended with Erica last season, and they're like, we're gonna start filming tomorrow, and then Jory Tom was broken in two. This is like they were like, get the camera. Like they're, they're filming. They're like Jenny just this just came out. Film right now. And wait, Jen Shaw just spoke out against her, and now Lisa, and they're like, film now. But Meredith made another statement just saying like. I'm saying even more and just give me time. It's all going to come out. But they're apparently addressing it. So good. We'll that's see what the happens. Thing. Does anyone care now about Mary? Like we've moved on to another controversy. Mary is the Lake. winner in all this. But I do think, you know, I hope for Mary, her business and everything is on the up and up. I hope it's nothing but good things. But I do wonder if 
you know, more is going on there. Like if somebody well, is beginning to look into things, that's all I wonder. Well, look, this Dallas housewife that I have coming up, she just said the same thing. And I do agree with this. It's like when like Monique Samuels quit and she quit, she's on the short list of housewives that have quit. You know, I've had her on my show and she's just like, yeah, me too. I you know, the, the right. Like the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results. Monique said she quit because she went to the reunion. And she's like, oh, I get it. I get it. Next season is not my redemption. Next season is more. I have no control over this fucking edit. Yeah. I'm coming back for more. So to Mary's point, whether she, yes, she got fired because she didn't show up for the reunion, but it really was her not showing up. She knew what was going to happen. Like Mary would have had no different result. We would have had cult and church and this would have continued and racism. So Mary is saying like, you're going to do it to me again. I'm not saying that's I support Mary. I'm just saying like she would have got the same, like, let's talk about racism in your church. And this is a fucking cult. I mean, she is smart to walk away. There's no win here. Yeah. I feel there's no win. There's very few winners at Housewives at all. You got to get in there and just use it for everything that it's worth. <laughs> I mean, Luann won. Luann's won. Beth, I mean, Luann has a cabaret. Bethany's won. Really, Luann's won. I mean, Bethany's I feel like Lisa um, Rinna has won. I feel like Kyle Richards has totally won. won. And right. Mauricio. Winners. I mean, there really are winners. Honestly, I feel like Erica Jane will win. I really do. I feel like Erica Jane yeah. is going to go on to marry an even richer, like really wealthy guy. Like, I just think she runs in those circles. I think there's something edgy and that you want to watch about her. Um, you know, I mean, Lisa Vanderpump and, was winning before. She's winning after. And so we didn't forgive like, Erica, but you know what? People have moved on. They're like, no one, you know, people don't like Erica. They don't forget about the victims, but we're not having a season of Erica's shit again. We're not. It's not, it's going to be an ensemble. And when things happen in Erica's life, I guess we'll hear about it. She'll say to Kyle over a martini. Yeah, I got another hearing. It's not going to be the same season. They're not, it's not going to be the Eric bash Erica season. People might do it and say they're not going to watch, but the edit's not going to be that for Erica. So we're already as a society kind of moving on from her job. I know, it's true. And I think with Erica, there'll always be a big shadow of like, well, did she really know or mm -hmm. did she just never question anything? You know, because I mean, I do agree with her. Tom, you know, and you've had guests on, you know, you've had very prominent guests. Oh my God, um, who's the very famous- Gloria Allred or Lisa Gloria Brown? Allred. I mean, Gloria Allred is a big fucking deal in LA and nationwide. And Gloria knew him Huge. and was like- I cannot believe it. He was so prominent. He was so well-respected. I mean, you know, it wasn't like he was a charlatan, you know, I mean, until obviously he was, but, you know, I, I think that that lends to like, well, you know, I mean, Erica probably didn't question him. I call him the Nozempic Benon Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I'm so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, the, your addiction to food, 
mood, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. I would agree with that. I still just think Jen Shaw... I mean, the difference is, is she allegedly oh. did this and she does not understand what's Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, like I think Jen Chaw is going to jail. Leave, yeah, I think she's going to jail. Yeah. And you're not going to leave the show. You're not. No. I, I saw, because you need the money, I saw something the other day that said, mark our words. I forgot who said this. Jen Shaw will be the first housewife where they will film in jail. I don't think, I don't even know if you physically, I don't know if you can, I don't, think you, I, I don't know if you can. I, I really don't. God, that would be because, historic. But that's the thing. Like, are we now heading into like such a heightened, like, you know, things change all the time. Like, is there now a way for a re- major reality show to film in jail? I don't think so. Cause even like when the situation went to court, oh, yeah. I mean, they, the way outside, I don't think you can go into a courtroom or a jail yet. I really don't. God, wouldn't that be great though? Wouldn't you watch Jen Shaw in jail for 18 months? I would. Like, I mean, just Jen Shaw trying to do her makeup, melting down Skittles. Like, I would totally watch that. And let me, that would be amazing. (laughs) I mean, I actually like the melting down Skittles. And let me tell you, I mean. (laughs) Like, she'd just be melting down red Skittles, putting on that lip. Like, you know, I mean, she'd be down there. She'd be doing makeup tutorials, hair tutorials live from jail. The women Jen Shaw about their is gonna. She is gonna run that fucking jail. Okay, she's gonna have these girls working, giving her some of the commissary money. She's gonna get those braids back in. Maybe she'll take a lover. <laughs> like Jen Shaw's gonna do. She's gonna I do well for herself so. in jail. But she's. I. Again, I. I don't see how she can not get jail time. And I. I still, agree. I don't think that she. Like I do think Erica understands her what could happen way more than Jen. I do. I don't think Jen Erica has more to lose, I think. You know, like, but Jen Shaw, and doesn't Jen Shaw give you lesbian vibes a little bit? Like, I feel like Jen gives me prison lesbian vibes. I'm sorry. Those, that showing up in court with that, those braids, that was like, (laughs) that will go down as a classic, like, (laughs) Teresa pushing Andy, (laughs) Teresa pushing the table. You know, I know. I think that she really could. Because there's something about Jen and Coach that just don't seem like they don't seem that into each other, you know, like physically or anything. So I'm like, mm, 
I could see and it. Coach ain't so bad. You know, coach Salt Lake, high. I have to say, right. As far as house husbands, Salt Lake has three, three, which is more than almost any other franchise right now. I, I, Who I are you into, John, Seth? I would do John Barlow first. Oh, John Barlow's so boring to me. Ugh. No, but he's cute. Oh, God. He's like the most then, boring white guy ever. No, but he's cute. When I was done, I would probably do Seth second, and then I would do Coach a very close third. I would not touch Whitney's husband with like a 10-foot oh, pole. I don't even know his name. I can't. Me like, either. I don't even know his name. And I cannot. Like, I hope he is awesome in bed because he is just so unattractive. Coach Shaw is not. And the other day I was like, when I was, whatever the last, I was like, Coach Shaw's kind of hot. You're not into Dewey? Like, I actually am attracted to Dewey. I would, no, I'm I not. would do. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, he's not for me. <laughs> Seth and Coach are tied for me, and then it's Dewey. I actually find Dewey a hot. Oh my and God. Dewey's John into, Barlow like, for me is, John oh. Barlow is everything. John oh. and Whitney's husband can go play golf. Boring. I think the three hottest current house husbands are John Barlow. Ralph Pittman Jr., Trusadora's husband, is fucking hot as hell. I've had him on. And I think Evan Goldschneider from Jersey. Oh, Evan. That's a good one. Yeah, Evan's cute. Evan's cute. Those um, are my three, baby. Those are my I'm, I'm stick sorry. With my I'm into Mauricio. Like, I want to smoke pot and sell like $10 uh, million dollar homes. Like, Mauricio is super hot to me. And actually, in an old man who got hotter way, PK, like I'm sort of into PK. I love PK. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> the only current house husband from Beverly Hills that I'm interested in. I would do PK. Doing, no, I would do Harry Hamlin. <gasps> Harry Hamlin's glasses, so hot. Yeah, Harry Hamlin. He's so Harry. distinguished. I know. Harry is hot. I know. And you know, I mean, Harry, I think goes both ways, right? He goes, He's like, Harry will do it all. Does he? You don't think... You don't think Harry is like – that's been the rumor forever. You don't think Harry is like low-key gay and like they just are sort you, of like – Are you thinking of Richard Gere? No, I'm Harry Hamlin. Really? You haven't heard this? I have never heard this rumor in my life. What? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't you remember when Lisa Renna went on the Sirius XM show and said that Harry liked a dildo in his ass and then um, Lisa had to like backtrack because Harry was so pissed about that? Because he has a legit acting career. You don't remember this? Okay, someone Google it. Where's our producer? What the hell – what the hell serious show is that? Like Howard Stern with Robin? I no, mean, like, it was Jenny McCarthy show. Hold on. Oh, Jenny struck Pager with that one. She must have been um, like thrilled. No, I did not hear this. And I never thought that there was anything rumored to be gay about Carrie Hamlin. No, never. Okay. Well, hold on. I. You keep going. I will Google this. Salt Lake. So Salt Lake, that's Salt Lake. Now, I want to share an update on Roni. Keep the going. The Roni casting. Because, so Candace Bushnell from Sex and the City was on my show recently. And then Dunois, with this gossip bullshit, was like, did not listen to my show, but saw in the headline, Roni, because I asked, you know, Dorinda screaming, not well, bitch, was towards Candace. And then Dumois starts this rumor about like Candace Bushnell is joining Roni. What do I know? But Candace said on my show, she has no interest in joining <clears throat> Roni. And she explained why. I have said this. I just want to like time date stamp this that right now. We're in January. I'm just going to have to like the date. We're in January. You guys might be hearing this in February, but let me just make it clear that what I've been saying for two years, I stand by. I've heard some other things this week. I stand by what I said that Leah, Ebony, 
and Sonia are not coming back. Okay. I stand by that Ramon. Listen, prove me wrong. I don't care. I don't care if I'm right. I don't have a gossip podcast. I have an interview podcast, but from a very reliable source. Now, before they go on and, you know, I get misquoted, like our good listener, Marcus White, saying that I said, Roni is not coming back. Sonia, Ebony, and Leah, my prediction is will not be back. Luann will be back. Ramona will be back. And I have an update. We have a new friend of the one, the only, Miss Tinsley Mortimer. Tinsley's coming back? That's listen. Oh I don't my god, work I for love Bravo. Tinsley. I, love I don't her. work for Bravo. I'm not Andy. I I I, I don't I know. Her. I don't know. I will never know for sure. But but I believe that Tinsley will be back with Luann and Ramona. I've said for about a year also that the only person on brand to bring back is Tinsley. So I'm not always right. I'm not Bethany. I'm not trying to always be right. But in this case, what I've been saying for the past year about Luann and Ramona and Tinsley being the only person on brand to come back is probably going to be 100% accurate. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. No, there's not going to be any Dorinda. She's not on brand for where the show is going. Love her. I know. And I can't even entertain these ridiculous Jill and all this other bullshit. It's not happening. Tinsley, Ramona, and Luann, and there will be four new people hired. Maybe one of them will be white, possibly, and the other three or all four will be diverse. That is the end of it. And that is what I am predicting is going to happen. And I don't care if anyone believes me or not, but I want you to save this episode. So when it does happen, can you at least oh my God, bring send, it back. Me, send me a gift or something? Okay, go on. Um, Just to backtrack, 2016, Jenny McCarthy radio show. Lisa Renna was on there talking about Harry, how Harry Hamlin likes a strap-on. Um, and then she acknowledges that that interview got her in serious trouble. She swears that she always is in serious trouble, but her mouth makes her money. So there you go. Does that make him gay just because he likes a little bit of something? No, of course not. But I feel like there's always been that rumor about Harry Hamlin. But really? also, you know, they've been married for like 25 years, 26 years. I mean, come on. You know, are you really going to forego who you are? But I, no, I... Look, I think the reality is they're very happy. They're a great match. But there's just always been that. I think she sort of stoked that with the whole strap-on thing. That's all. Well, I have never heard this, but now I'm going to have to go Google it after. So let's talk about Candy Burris' new show. Okay, let's talk about that. Uh, P.S. David Yontif, you need to do a deep dive. Page 6, 2021 of October 14th. Lisa Renna makes fun of Harry Hamlin's gay lover rumors. You need to have well, his alleged gay lover You on. know why? No, that's because he was in that movie way back. He was in a movie that Andy Cohen references all the time, like from the 80s. What was that movie called? I mean, this is really bad that I don't know it. But if you Google Harry Hamlin gay movie, it was a major, it was with Kate Jackson from Charlie's Angels. Okay. All of the millennials, please tune off anyway. for the moment. It's called Making Love. I remember oh, this movie. Making okay. Love with Michael <clears throat> and Keaton. I don't know. Kate Jackson and Harry Hamlin. It's when it was like a big thing in the 80s where there was like a gay movie in the movie theater and Harry Hamlin was in it. So that's where all of that comes from. But in real life, I never Okay. Heard you have to do this. a whole deep dive. I'm excited for Candy and the gang. I like Candy's mom. I like Candy's aunts. What is this show supposed to be about, though? Well, Lady Gang is the restaurant that they have, one of the restaurants that they have in Atlanta. And yes. Candy and the gang is following Candy 
And um, her mom, of course, her aunts, who opened it. It also looked like it looks like Todd's daughter is in it. Um, it'll feature several of the family members. Real Housewives of Atlanta fans, of course, will recognize Todd, Mama Joyce, um, and then Candy's aunts, Nora and Bertha. OLG has been a fan favorite with lines down the block and classic Southern dishes since it opened. And now it's going to follow all the drama of the crazy family, the restaurant, and the chaos, as well as staff members um, and the staff members hooking up with each other. So it sounds like it's going to be very much like a Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules. Rules. And it debuts March 6th, 9 p.m. on Bravo. I believe that this will be great. I do, too. I think this has a lot of, um, yeah, I think this has just a lot of potential. I guess, and by the way. Candy's going to be like the LVP. Yes. I don't think Todd's daughter is in it. I was kind of thinking that Todd's daughter might be featured, but it doesn't look Look, like it. I think, look, the formula for Vanderpump Rules is 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 good yeah do i think i mean i don't know do i think vanderpump rules is coming back for another season just put it out of its misery everybody i know i don't watch anymore i'm sorry i'm done i can't watch that i i hope Ugh, candy and the it was gang. so hard to watch this season i'm done i'm done it's for me it, you know i used to watch every single bravo show and franchise religiously some of them are getting harder you know oc like you and i've talked about it is hard for me to hang in there heather and terry i liked at the start now i i'm i'm personally am over heather like i just wish her luck but i'm just i don't know she doesn't do it for me anymore in reality tv i don't know i just that show i can't get back into really um you and know, and i stand by what i said like i Heather to me is like an Erica Jane or like a Rinna or a Bethany where love or hate, it's like there's something there. There's something there. Like I I can't, like I feel Heather steals the scenes that she's in. I can't. Well, I think a lot of people agree with you. And like, I don't think she's going anywhere. I don't think she's going anywhere. I think that she's, the ratings are not great for that particular franchise, and that shocks me. I would have thought that the return of Heather would have really, I don't know. I, I, I'm a little shocked. Yeah. So you're excited for this new Candy show? Yes. I I love Candy. First of all, I love Candy anyway. Candy is, she's wow. another one to me that's just an original. You know, I love that Candy had a full-on serious, serious, serious music career before joining that show. She's a Major. winner. <laughs> oh my god sorry COVID major 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 I mean you know Candy just posted a picture recently of her writing in the studio with Justin with Sync back in the day she wrote a song for them like I love her so much like she I, I just to me she's such a smart businesswoman. don't you want to sit with Candy for a day and just have her give Honey, us business advice I would like to sit with Candy for 30 minutes listen sometimes I we do 30 her. minutes when there's a whole entourage agents and managers and networks I agree to my 30 minutes and you all hear the interview. Why wasn't it longer? Because there's Bravo and 12 managers involved. We take what we can get here. Yeah. Spoiled people that get five shows a week, um, often for an hour or more. But I would love, Candy has escaped my prowesses. And Candy Burris, I am coming for you. Like, I have tried. I've, my team has tried. We have tried candy. I want candy. I, I want, I mean, out uh, of everyone on, 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 the, well, 
Candy or Kenya are my top two oh, that I Kenya's would like Kenya's amazing to. too. I love Kenya. I would love. I've got some leads on both of them. I've got some new person in my camp and she has some leads on both. I would love to talk to Candy. Love. I mean, but I, I, I'd love to talk so to Todd or Mama amazing. Joyce. Oh my God. Amazing. And Candy is one of those sleepers. Like I feel like while everyone was just shooting their mouth off and doing drama online, like Candy builds an empire. You know, like I just, I love, I love, anyway, I super respect her. I do. And you know, also what I love about her is like, she is work, 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 work. She's all about the numbers. She gets how it works and she just wants to make the coins. So I do not mind that. I'm with you. Anything else? Are you watching Summer House? No, I think you texted me about this. I don't watch Summer House or Winter. I don't watch any of the houses on Bravo. Honey, Summer House and Winter. Summer House is gotten so good. Lindsay Hubbard just had in the premiere episode, she opened up that she had like a miscarriage. There's someone Mm. that she met in Winter House. You know what it is? It's like, it shouldn't work, the formula. It's just a bunch of like... 30-somethings who are just getting drunk and partying on camera. And it's just yeah. like, I don't know. It's like, I really do, if you think about it, like the demographic of what works on TV traditionally for years, it's not 50 and 60-year-old women. I love my housewives <laughs> being older. But like, I really think like at the end of the day, like Summer House, and, Summer House has a long longevity. They have a lot left in them. I do. You know, I told you this. I haven't been watching them. I've been obsessed with season two of Cheer. And I am... Oh, yeah. I'm sweating out COVID sweat over here because you have been approached to interview any, like, a huge list of the stars of Cheer. It is so fucking good. David, as a docu-series, and I know you don't have time because it is a very long eight episodes. It is so good, though. It is so good. Addressing the Jerry Harris. I mean, Jerry Harris was like the most, I mean, he was the Ellen of like young people, of like Gen Z. This just super- He's the one that that got arrested. I mean, what, he got arrested for like underage- David, he was- Gay porn, right? Sexting 13 and 14 year old girl boys and like wanted to see their buttholes. And like these kids sent them to him. Like it is just, like you're like, there's no way. And where is he, and where is he now? In jail, in Chicago. he, He is officially in jail. David, there are some bombshell moments around it. Like, you think you know somebody, you have no idea. And then all I will say, I mean, maybe I should just say it. There's this really crazy moment with Monica. Um, He writes Monica a letter from jail. And he is like, it's it's just... But, so he so once again, like with Jenshaw, they're not showing him in jail, nothing like that. They can't show him in jail. The the producers of Cheer, you know, season two had reached out numerous times to his attorney and to Jerry, but they all were they've refused any interviews. You know, he's awaiting trial. They do a really good I mean, job. I don't blame them at that point. Oh no, nothing he could say at this point, it's so incriminating, right? Before trial, like he can't say anything. So So he just likes underage. It, I mean, that's where we're at here. Well, they no, no, no. I mean, Netflix. Netflix did reach out with all sorts of options, but it wasn't like I could have closed it. It was just more like, who do you want? And I was just like, I don't really watch it. I don't just say yes to the shows I watch, but I was like, okay, Monica for sure would kind of be my first choice. I I love Monica. Yeah. And then I also had the option of the person that created it, but it just like a lot of people are pitched to me and it never happens, but I would have taken them. I tried to watch the first season of cheer. I watched like one, 
But Monica also has a book now. So I was like, she can promote her book. She has a book that's out. But and I said the same thing. I literally, my first question was like, can I talk about Jerry? Can I ask questions? And they were like, it is part of the season. So yeah, but we never got, it just never came oh to Oh my fruition. God, it is so good. It's just, but I will say, I do think Cheer is a, a show that you're either... I, I couldn't get into yeah, it. I, I tried the first season. It really is like it's almost and just like that. In so, not not like as hated as and just like that, but it is like a show you're either in or you're not. And I do hear a fair amount of people start it and they're like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't find cheering a sport. Like I just don't get it. So you're right. I I'm obsessed. I'm getting ready to do a full like when people follow the Sarah Fraser show in the next week. I'm going to do a full deep dive into season two because it is oh. so good. Like, so you would have killed if I had these people on. Let, listen, it. let me make a call tomorrow. For real. I mean, it's like I haven't followed up because I have no fucking time and I really don't care. But for you, let me let me see if I can get Monica on this show. Like, I really don't care. You know what show is bad, though, is Selling the Hamptons. Oh, yes. I had Peggy last season on. Should like I ask it? for someone? I mean, here's the thing. Other <laughs> than... totally defeated. You're like... What do you no, guys well, here's think? The thing. No, here's the thing. Other than New York, I mean, the Hamptons is possibly my second favorite place in the entire world, having traveled to 55 countries and all seven continents. I love the Hamptons. Love. I get it. It's my thing. I hate Fire Island. So <laughs> I love the real estate. I think it helps like knowing the difference between, you know, SAG and, you know, like this, like yeah. Luanne de Lesseps has a house in SAG. Like, you mm. know, you go over to Watermill, you see this one, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like, yeah, that Elise, Elise Slane and that Ramona Singa over in South. Like, so I love you in Wayne Scott, you have that Bob or Kay, you know, Bob or Kay. So I love the Hamptons. So I enjoy it. I think maybe sure. because I know the Hamptons and how it works. The real estate porn is so great i know i'm a little so shocked it's back for a second season to be honest but i didn't think it did that it well is. but yeah. yeah you know what the thing you know what the thing about netflix is talk about short attention span every new show kind of premieres at number one or high up and then you have like two weeks to to get the people like selling tampa i got colony love my colony and Anne sophie hi girls love to have you on behind the velvet rope it was number one and now listen i think selling tampa is going to be back i don't think they're going to cancel right. that but now it's like we're over it right we've moved on emily in paris the best fucking show ever darren star was number one for like a week now we're over it so i think the hamptons will do well but when it really drops we're going to be over it very soon but check out the real estate porn sarah okay i will i'm on it now i have new shows to watch Done. Anything else you're loving? Bling Empire's coming back a second season. Okay. It's going to be great. Dorothy Wang, it's not announced, but I mean, she's basically filmed it from, you know, mm. Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. Yes. Did you ever watch? Yes. Well, Miss Dorothy Wang is going to, why she wasn't there the first season is beyond me. She will be on the second season of uh, Bling Empire. Okay. How great is that? Um, I love Dorothy it. Wang is everything. I'm very excited. Um, okay. I'm loving it. I, David, I have so many episodes I need to catch up on of yours. Sam Champion, who I love. Good one. I, I love Sam. I, 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 I wa- how? I can't believe, no, no offense to Sam Champion, but I figured this is, you know, a nice 
I can't believe how many people DM me that they just love Sam Champion. Oh my God. Where does I'm this love come him. from? Everyone should listen to that episode who hasn't. It was great. Because him and his husband. he was our morning weather guy. He was like that breakout morning weather star. And he was a morning weather star when people still gave a damn about morning, um, like, television you know I don't think anyone I can't name anyone under 45 now that watches Good Morning America or Today Show. I don't I don't know anyone that cares anymore but 10 years ago you remember like I think people millennials in our 20s in our 30s like I think people watched they still the Today Show broke basically we are the Today Show now and I know people are gonna be like fuck you but it's true podcasts now break more news than news really so I, Sammy, we even talked about this. On, like, no one gives a shit about Good Morning America anymore. But 10 years ago, we all did. And Sam was like this beautiful light on there. He was so good. I mean, I said to him, listen, like, people could talk about Mike Woods. They could talk about Al Roker. As far as I'm concerned, I, I grew up with you, Sam. Like, yeah, period, the end. I love him. That's how I feel, too. It's one of these things where he was pitched to me by a really good friend. And I'm like, okay, like his husband and like, they're cool. So I'm like, lovely lovely episode really they, okay. they were and so appreciative and like just like they were so i'm glad to is there any other episode you're excited to listen to that one that? that one really stuck with me because i'm like in love with sam champion and i actually ran into him on the streets in new york and i was like he was like walking on a crosswalk and i was walking by and i was like ah! and like you could tell he i think he actually wanted me to say hi but i was like He's so starstruck i just was like and then he kind of walked by and, and he, he said kind of, now, like you said, he's like, nobody cares. He's like, I'm not a TikTok star. And so it's like, it just, it doesn't matter. Like, like, I was on TikTok. Locked eyes. And I was like in love with him. Um, but anyway, uh, no, I love all of your shows. Um, you know, like some things that are trending on the Sarah Fraser show, you know, I moved to LA. So people are following that. Um, and the latest episode, I talk about my COVID struggles and my remedy, my COVID remedies, if you want to hear about the symptoms and what I'm doing. And then also, um, I know you and I have talked about her because she's a well-known podcaster in New York City, but Taylor Strucker, who used to be a very famous Sirius XM radio personality, she was just on my podcast show. So she was actually talking about what you would appreciate. Um, What do you do when you talk shit about celebrities and they listen to your podcast and then you see them in real life. And it is, I, I just got into a fight with a reality star guy who told me he wouldn't come on my show because oh. he, um, I Love a Mama's Boy on TLC. Matt Ryan is his name. He was part of a couple, Matt and Kim. He and said, I'm not coming on. I, I don't even remember. He told I, him to fuck off. I DM'd him. I said, I was on a live. He was on a live and he was like, oh, it's that girl that talks shit about me and wanted me to come on her show. And I DM'd him and I said, Matt, honest to God, I don't remember what I said. Um... I'm sorry. Like I get really, I get really, you know, just too probably excited about these shows. And he has never responded. And he told me he wouldn't do my show. So I guess I don't know. I am all for this. So I, that's why I try. I only do it on Patreon. And listen, I've said before, <sighs> I don't, if you piss me off in real life, like Jill Zarin, like we've had it out. Like she came for me. So I told her to go fuck herself and suck my dick. And I will stand behind. If, if I if I saw Jill Zarin, which eventually I will, between New York and I will, I'm not afraid of fucking Jill Zarin. Nor am I afraid of any fucking celebrity. I will tell Jill Zarin to suck my fucking dick to her face. If you don't come for me and you don't you don't you don't act like you're up here because you're on TV and I'm down here, I have no problem with you. Having said that, I have here here's some tea for you. 
look, it may have nothing to do with that, but like Miss Osefo, who I guess feels herself now, she was on the first season. She's like, oh, I'm not going to yeah. change. I'm not going to change. Well, you changed more than like 99% of the housewives in the history of housewives between your first season and your second season. And I'm not just talking about your new fucking tits and your ass. I'm talking oh, about yeah, like all of a sudden, right? Like the, the, the professor is everything gone. Yeah. And you just want to be a fame whore and sell a goddamn candle with one wick. So that's okay. I have nothing against that, but like I have a good relationship with her publicist. It was like everything. She was all set to come on my show season two we pull, I mean, it was happening and out of nowhere. They were like, Eddie fucking, I guess Eddie handles her PR. Like not, not her actual, like her, right? she has a publicist, but I guess her, he's guess he's her administrative assistant. Okay. And he's like, very nice, very nice. But like, respectfully, we're going to like, you're not just passing. This was in, like, it was going to happen with like a date. And, and I'm like, Look, maybe one thing has nothing to do with the other. The rumor is once Nicki Minaj came to the reunion, everyone was on lockdown. See, I'm giving you guys I do tea. think that's true because I did reach out to Ashley Darby, who's been a friend, been on the show, my podcast multiple times. And she, yeah, none of them would speak. Like I heard, right. I heard once that, but I'll, you know, your mind goes to like, I don't talk on my show. When I go on other podcasts and you say things to me like, who's the next scandal after Erica? And your prediction, PK and Dorit. That was my answer at the time. PK fucking DM me. We had a huge fight. Again, I am I'm a lawyer. I am not afraid of if you yeah, walk I know. In lawyers the, are yeah. If you walk in here now with a gun, I'm actually scared. If I go swimming in the fucking ocean and I see a fucking fin, I'm scared. Other than that, you don't fucking scare me in life. That's just, I'm not going to have a lobotomy at this age. Nobody scares me. So I'm not looking for drama. I love everyone. Everyone truly is a 10 out of 10. I love human society. When you personally come at me, I will fucking fight back. So like a Jill Zarin, who, and let me tell you, when they come at you, they think that you are a little sub bitch because they are on TV period. See, you're really it good. It starts at a, like, you are, you are going to, you are going to now, I'm going <laughs> to intimidate you. I mean, that's what it is. It's not coming from like one human being to another. It's coming from like, I am Jules and you will bow down because I'm almighty powerful. Crazy. You're not powerful of anything. I mean, in my circles, I'm more powerful than you, bitch. Same thing with PK. When he approached me, it was an approach of like, you're going to bow down because you're a scumbag, like low level podcaster who makes a dollar. Not so quite, honey. Back up. Do do your research. So like when you come for me Damn. and think I'm going to crumble and be scared, that's so that's that's the only time I talk about you is when you come for me. But so with Wendy, I was like, well, this is weird. Maybe maybe it's just in my head. And it was Nicki Minaj. But I was like, Jesus, did I ever say anything bad about Wendy? And the only thing I ever said about her was that she changed a lot. Like, honey, if you can't handle that. And so I'm sure like, it's just in my head maybe, but same thing. So I agree. That's a very interesting conversation you guys have. And what did Taylor say? Like it is, listen, it is awkward. I mean, she, I, she said basically what we're saying. She just says that you got to do what you got to do. She had a huge issue with Jax. Um, they, they all did not get along for a while. And then they were able to kind of reconcile after mm-hmm. some things that she had said. Um, and then there's somebody on summer house or winter house that she really, went in on and she just said that they will never be friends ever again but we we just talked about the struggle of trying to do our jobs because I I always say this and I'm I don't know I always say you know I have a heart of gold but a mouth of trash like I I'm trying to be better because I genuinely really like most of the people that I watch I'm fascinated because they're humans right they make mistakes like we all do and 
I'm just giving my opinion as an audience member. I'm trying to represent the audience and and say, these are the things at home that we sit there and are throwing popcorn at the screen at you at the moment. And that's what we're thinking. And I genuinely hope you don't take it personally because I just feel like that in that episode. But it's not that I don't like you overall as a person, but a lot of people, I mean, you know, some people understand that and get what we do as, as I, I think, entertaining critics. And some people find it very, they take it very personal. And, and not they, for nothing. Like you're making money. This is the job where people are going to talk about yeah. you. It's not like, we're not really saying, so yeah, I mean, like I, I, I get it. Listen, I mean, I have had, well, I get in trouble for things that I don't say. I get in trouble because of my fucking guess. It's not about I know, me. yeah, you So, do, like, yeah, I've know. had, you know how many New Jersey filmings I've gone to? So, like, I had, during the season, Kim D, one of my really good friends on, repeatedly. She's oh, always requested. Yeah. And she fucking trashes Teresa. Trashes. And then I'm at Margaret's fucking pride party. And, like, and this is literally after, like, episodes came out. Jackie's like, oh, I heard Kim on your show. I mean, people listened. And then I'm, like, face-to-face with Teresa. I just, like, turned and walked away. I'm like, I-, I don't need to talk to you. Like, I don't need to. Like, it wasn't awkward. She didn't say anything. But I'm like, I mean, Jackie's telling me. She like, like, I truly believe. This is what I believe after three years of doing this show. When it's your franchise and it's happening and it's blowing up, you're listening. Like the Dallas girls, mm-hmm. Miami's all like, oh, you had this. Like they all know, especially when it's not like, I feel that Same. they all know, especially outside Beverly Hills. They all listen. Like, I'm not saying, oh, everyone listens to my podcast, but it gets back. And what you think no one hears, they all yeah, hear. It's really. Um, David, I have to love you and leave you. My no, entire, listen, my honey, family has COVID. I, unfor- listen, I, like, I love you so much. We said one hour and it's been one hour. Um, where okay, so everyone can follow me at behind well at behind velvet rope on instagram behind the velvet rope or at the podcast or found sarah it's been an hour i need to apologize everyone they know you're going to be back so behind the velvet rope wherever podcasts are finding where can we follow you i'm on tiktok at the sarah fraser show and instagram at the sarah fraser show you can listen to brand new episodes monday through wednesday you know spotify apple everywhere podcasts are released the sarah fraser show love you david love you keep in touch we're going to do this again soon yes Hope your family feels better. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. See ya.